Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures uh, each and every day of the work week. O'Neal, what are you doing? You were doing perfect right up there. It would it was three dogs on the couch, and then you get down. You started to get you're you're getting shy, and then he he's off. He's he's just you know, people want to see you. Hi, handsome boy. Where can I see that boy? When can I meet that boy? Hi, handsome boy. Hi, handsome boy. Can I meet that boy? That boy. Yeah, seriously. Uh, right away, I've got a question from uh, Joey Williamson, one of the sweetest people on the planet. Eric, I have a question for you. What do you think the maximum length of a contract should be in sports? One game. Every game, you get a new contract. I don't know. What? Why? As long as they want? Why? What's going on? I don't, I don't understand. Did something weird happen that I'm not that I'm not aware of that you shouldn't be worried about? Kyler writes, I'm surprised Joey doesn't want art to be an Olympic sport. Hey everybody, I'm here to break down how I think pro wrestling should be in the Olympics. Well, you didn't really say that. You said I'm just here. I'm I'm here to make the argument for, but not really say what I think. Come on. Holy crap. That was awesome. I loved that so much. Please uh, do more of those things. Would you please uh, do more of those deals where you um, uh, uh, wait, you know, have a dumb sports take. Joey says, the reason I asked, because don't you think 10 years is too much to risk and not enough reward? I don't know. No, no, I, what? Why don't you think about something interesting for a change? In, instead of max contracts. That's really boring. You see? That's the problem with sports these days. Too many people, when I, when sports talk, when I listened to sports talk radio and liked it, it was no one, no one uh, cared about that shit. They would, they would talk about interesting things, you know, like, uh, what player, uh, got drunk and drove like today. I'm going to talk about something interesting. Unlike you, I'm going to talk about Mozzie Smith the stud player for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, I see you're talking about Tage Thompson of the Buffalo Sabres, Joey. Big game yesterday. Four goals in the first period when I was at the Griffins game. I was following along with that, and then he got the fifth later on. Five goals in a game. Uh, Buffalo Sabres, only the third U.S.-born player to score five goals in a game. Shit, that's incredible. My God, after a guy scores two, you would think that the other team would start headhunting 
or maybe swinging the sticks at his head or something like that. But no, no. I mean, my God. Uh, Kyler writes, he was on the road too. Only a single hat thrown for his hat trick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was ugly. Good God. What a disaster. I don't even know what the final was. Columbus uh, was down 9-2 to two at one point. Holy shit. All right. Now, speaking of hockey, uh, there he is, Joey Hicketts, a longtime pal. He now plays for the Minnesota Wild. Well, technically the Iowa Wild. Uh, but there he is in his, uh, in his Minnesota Wild. <laughs> Wild gear. I, I, I love the unis of the Minnesota Wild. That that logo is some uh, crazy predator uh, creature with the uh, 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 trees of Minnesota and the, and the moon. It's a great logo. I, I love their gear. So, Fuckface uh, arrives in Grand Rapids. I said, I call him that lovingly. Uh, I talk to his mother all the time. I talk to his grandmother. How's Joey? Ah, he's doing okay. You know, uh, the family in beautiful Kamloops, BC. I've known Joey forever. I remember when he came to Grand Rapids, the story was they did a, uh, they were doing a rookie camp up in Traverse City, Michigan. And uh, they, uh, what they do is they, um, they um, offer tryouts to players to complete a full team and then they have a uh, a tournament, and um, you know to get a get a uh, assessment of some of the youth in the team. Now we're talking 18, 19 year old players, and we were down a defenseman. We needed a defenseman to have a, a full complement of players for this camp, and so Ken Holland at the time said to his uh, defensive specialist, uh, prospect specialist Yuri Fisher, he said. We're down a defenseman. So he searches the wire for available defensemen. And there's this kid out of Kamloops, BC, uh, who, okay, uh, he invites him. Um, now, as the story goes, there's a price tag to get all these players there. And um, the bean counter from the Red Wings is looking at uh, all these different players, and he sees... A very, very expensive flight to get from Kamloops to Traverse City, Michigan. And uh, he goes, my God, we're paying this much for a defenseman? He better be good. And Fish was like, oh, yeah. He's the next fucking Bobby Orr. He's incredible. No, he's not. Uh, so they, they they get a look at him, and he's like 5'7". And... Uh, Ken Allen goes, I just spent $3,000 on a plane ticket for a five foot seven inch defenseman. And Fisher's like, oh, yeah, uh, it, it's cool. Joe, uh, Joey Hicketts ends up winning the hearts and minds of the brass with the Red Wings and eventually works his way over to, they gave him a contract. His motor just doesn't stop. What he lacks in size, he makes up for in tenacity. And uh, so there you go. He has a uh, uh, pretty good career with Grand Rapids and the Red Wings. 
uh, kind of shuttles back and forth between the teams for extended time. And then uh, a couple years ago, it goes to contract time. Joey signs with the Minnesota Wild. Oh, my God. He's been in this room. He would visit from time to time with Matt Pumple. We would have a great time talking hockey. That was before Zoom. That was before I knew what the fuck Zoom was. Now it's like, no, fucking don't come over. I do not want you over. Okay? Um, so, it's always good to see him again. However, in last night's game, um, okay, some guy comes into the box for uh, Iowa Wild. I don't know. I don't even remember who he is. I go, hey, tell Joey Hicketts we want to see him. Now, he doesn't get many penalties, but sure enough, like a uh, short time later, he gets called for interference or something like that or a hold, and here comes that little fucker, and he gets in there. He sits. He's, he, uh, he tells the ref to go fuck himself. Uh, the ref is Jake Rakuki, a uh, big fan of the show. Love him. Uh, I think I'm getting him on. No, I better not. I better just leave it alone. And I'm getting in trouble. Um, he sits down and he's screaming and yelling. He tells the ref to fuck off. After about a few minutes, I go after, well, actually about 15 seconds. He's only there for two minutes. I go, Hey, he goes, Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm not, not bad. Joey. Good to see you. How's mom doing? Well, how, how's, uh, how's, how's your grandmother She's doing great. I go, well, yeah. Okay, man. It's, uh, it's great to see you. I tell and then all of a sudden the horn goes off. We scored a fucking power play goal. And, uh, he's, he drops his head and I go, Take that. <laughs> I go, way to go. Way to go. And he, he skulks out of there. Fuck you. Incredible. So that happens. Then uh, near the end of the period, it might have been going from second to third, he gets mixed up in something where he gets called for roughing and uh, there's probably like 30, 40 seconds left in the period. He gets called for a rough. He skates over and he's screaming at Rakuki. Uh, again, Rakuki is his name. I know it's a weird, funny name. Uh, Jake Rakuki. Um, so he starts screaming at Rakuki. MF, MF, fucking embarrassment. MF, oh my God. And uh, he sits down and then the period ends. I go, all right go calm down and come back and see me. Cause he has to sit through the intermission and then come back. And then the damn period start third period starts and he will be there. All right. So he does. And then, um, he sits down. I go, uh, are you done being mad? And he says, I will. If, and he calls him Rakuchi. I will. If Jake Rakuchi gets his head out of his fucking ass. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is so fantastic. Um, the first time he played in Grand Rapids, um, I knew this guy was just a he's just a, a a classic, classic soul in hockey. He's um, there's a face off, and he's um, getting ready for the. He's not taking the face off, but he's he's lining up, and fans are waving at him, and 
the, they're about to drop the puck, and he's like winking at fans, like, "Hi, hey, how are you? I see you." It's like, oh my god, that uh, that never ever happens. Players don't do that; they're focused on the game. But he, uh, for so, in, in one game, he became a fan favorite, and then he's throwing his body around. Love that guy. Um, all was not fun in games, though. Concerning the uh, hockey game. I'll talk about that in a second. I uh, I need to update the great food giveaway. And um, we continue to plug along. Um, this is weird because I got to do the math here on the show, which I don't like to do that. I should have done this before, but I ran out of time. Um, I've got all these little dollar amounts that have rolled through on Venmo. And then they kind of like pile up. And then, I, of course, your money, not mine. Um, 100% of your dollars goes to feeding underprivileged people here for the great food giveaway. And um, let's see. There we go. Wow. Wow. You're uh, doing it via PayPal, via Venmo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I wanted to read a uh, a message. Um, I I I read this uh, yesterday on the Patreon, but I want to read it to you on uh, on this one on the free podcast. Uh, John writes, and this is uh, John C. out of um, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Great food giveaway. Hello, Eric. I have not listened to you for over seven years. But I started to listen this week. I'm currently a free agent. And a show I once listened to would say, give us two weeks. Now, I know what he's referring to there. He's referring to uh, our, our, our old pals, the Free Bear and Hot Wings show. Give us two weeks. See if you can like the show. He says, I am applying that saying to your podcast. This is like a critical time. Trying to win over new listener John. The amount that I'm giving is $100 from my family. Thank you. And I'm also throwing in $49.95 that would have been spent on a quote-unquote membership I no longer need. So I guess he would spend $49.95. He's referring to a VIP or fans, whatever the fuck they call it now on Freebird Hot Wings. For a year, I guess he uh, is no longer um, subscribing. He says, I know everyone's hearts are in the right place, but I'm happy to know that all of this money is going to the great food giveaway and not an undisclosed percentage of a quote-unquote membership fee might go to quote-unquote help a family with a boat in their driveway. Happy holidays and stay safe. Now, uh, this year in particular, I'm not going to throw any shade on my old show's charity. That's, uh, uh, you. I mean, come on now. I'm not going to do that. I mean, I have before, but I'm not doing it this year. Um, they do a, that's a, a worthy thing. And I don't know anything about a boat in the driveway that did happen once there was, 
way back in Jersey when we did the holiday break-ins. You'd have to investigate to make sure. We'd literally drive by and and, and stalk these people. And, uh, yeah, that they had like a fucking Bentley in the driveway or something like that. Uh, anyway, thank you to John. I appreciate that. Um, let's see here. Also got one from uh, Mike M. Who dropped 60 bucks on PayPal. He writes, Eric, fans since the days of the Freebird Outing Show when you were in, uh, on an Allentown PA and you glued the boys' mustache mustaches onto your face stunt. So gross. New to the podcast, big fan. Put this toward your food thing. I hit sweet parlays on DraftKings last weekend. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. All right. So um, let's do some math. As you know, we need $5,570 to the Cook County Assessor's Office. Sorry, Blues Brothers reference. $5,570 to pay for 200 Christmas hams. A uh, supply of canned vegetables for 200 meals. 200 bags of potatoes. 200 jars of gravy. 200 packages of King's Hawaiian Rolls. And 200 pumpkin pies. Been asking you for your money uh, via Venmo at Eric Z-E-I-T-U-N. I'm sorry. Let me, uh, let me start over with that fucking shit up at E R I C dash Z E I T U N I A N PayPal at Eric Zane show. I'm not looking for much. I'm look, I'm going with the numbers, uh, the five or $10 a pop person. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with the numbers we have no problem. All right. Hang on a second here. I'm calculating. I'm doing calculator work. Mm-hmm. All right. $5,570 is what we need. We have compiled $3,945.08. Meaning, we are short as of right now. Shit, fat fingered it. $1,624.92. That's all we need. The event happens on the 22nd of December, 3 p.m. at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep it coming. Anything extra goes to Kids Food Basket. I'm so stoked about this. Enjoy it. Love it. You guys are the best. All right. Uh, so 
on the way to the hockey game. This happened. Now, everything you are about to hear is normal. You're going to think, what the fuck? But it's part of the charm of the relationship I have with my lovely better half. So no judging here. It's hilarious. And I was laughing the whole time. And so is she. But we're driving to pick up our pal Chris and her lovely daughter. Four of us are going to the game. Queen of the Forest says, did you transfer the tickets? I said, no. Oh, come on. So you go to a spot online and uh, you put a little bit of information. You hit transfer tickets and then this shows up as a text message. You click on it. You get into the game via your phone. Sarah knows I send her tickets. Typically, if I don't have, if I have the extra tickets, I give them to Sarah. She's awesome. I love her so much. Uh, I go, well, I'm driving, so real easy. I want you to do it. Okay. She actually uh, gets on the internet on my phone. I go, uh, yeah, in the bookmarks, click that one. It says Grand Rapids Griffins hockey tickets. Okay. She does it. I go, okay, you got to log me in. I give her my username. I give her my password. She's in. It says, these are the four tickets for tonight's game. Want to transfer? I go, and she hits the yes button. I go, all right, you're crushing it. So then you, uh, you know, there's a little toggle. It says send all. Yep. It's all self-explanatory. It says, who are these tickets going to? She puts in her name. What is the phone number that we're sending these tickets to? You put in your number, you hit review transfer, and then transfer. Done. Within seconds, her phone will vibrate. You have tickets. She sets the phone down. I go, do they come through? She goes, no. I go, hmm. All right, maybe we're in a bad cell. Drive another half mile. Anything? No. No, what's wrong with this? I, I don't know. Um, she starts, you know, wondering what, what's up with it. What, what is going on with this thing? I go, um, I, I don't know. Um, so we're approaching, we're getting in the neighborhood of our pals to pick them up. And, uh, I go, hand me the phone. Now I can barely see. So I have to like expand it, you know, and, uh, I go, you fat fingered it. You didn't put your number in. There's someone who has this phone number now who now has tickets to the Griffins game. You just sent the tickets to a stranger. Silence. She wants, she wants to rage. She, at this point, wants it to be my fault. Now, um, I, I could have, uh, just let it go. I could have, but I wanted to make fun of her for this. And, uh, the thing I said next 
uh, lost all of my Pooh Bear points because I referred to her as the R word. And uh, she was furious with that. Actually, I said, do you remember those videos I was watching last night? Those comedy videos where that person was using the R word. And she said, and she looked at me funny. I go, that's, that's what I think you are right now. That's actually how I describe it. I didn't actually say it. I didn't say the word. And she was furious. And she said, quote, that's it. You're done. You've lost. She went, she dropped the big one. You've lost all of your Pooh Bear points. And I go, oh, come on. She goes, seriously, it's a, you're done. So I pull over. Now, actually, I had to pull over because I got to figure out. She goes, it says you can cancel the transaction. But she's just like hitting random, but she has no idea. And so I go, give me the fucking thing. And uh, I start, and I was able to cancel the, tra- the uh, transaction. No big deal. Now, in hindsight, what I should have done, that would have been a lot less fun, was, here, let me have a look. I'll bet you I can turn this around for us, honey. No harm, no foul. I didn't know that. Um, so instead, um, I referred to her as the R word like that. That's that's what I, I chose. I could have just chosen to be helpful or refer to her as an R word. And R, referring to her as an R word is a lot more fun. I mean, if I had just said, here, let me help you, and then rep- and then fixed it, which I did, um, I wouldn't have anything to talk about right now. We, we need, this is why the R word needs, needs to make a comeback. Okay. Well, or maybe not, maybe it doesn't need to make a comeback because it's so taboo with me calling her the R word like that. Um, it's, I mean, it leads to absolute hilarious destruction in this circumstance. Okay. Because what she did do was quite R R wordy. You okay? It was a very R wordy thing to do. But she's pissed, so I went and I uh, undid what she did, and uh, then I I sent the tickets appropriately. I'm I'm literally on the side of the road in this neighborhood, in front of someone's mailbox, probably 15 seconds from the our destination where we have to pick up our friend. And uh, send the tickets. And she is livid. Now, I could, at this point, just say nothing or say, I'm sorry, I was just teasing. Or, okay, so I could do A, nothing. B, apologize. Or C, pull her hair. So I reached over, and she has beautiful, long, strawberry blonde hair. It's it's It used to be bright, vibrant red. It used to be as red as this. I'm not kidding you. It was heat miser red. And I, I gave it a little tuggy. <laughs> because I know that this is going to lead to hilarious rage. Okay? She will punch you. She is a fiery uh, Irish hothead redhead. And I know exactly 
that there are some times in your life when you just know you're going to be beaten. Okay? And you just got to you just got to take it. You just know that it's it's for the team. So coming off of the side of her head above her ear, I I get probably uh, amounts to about 3 or 400 hairs and just a little tug tug like that. And fire shoots out of her eyes. Steam flies out of her ears. And she reaches over with the right and grabs me, drops the phone, reaches over with the right. And then with the left now, she's punching whatever is here. It was my arm and shoulder. And with every syllable of the sentence, don't fucking pull my hair, you have a punch. So it's, don't fucking pull my hair. And she is punching me so fucking hard. Holy shit. Don't fucking pull my hair. (laughs) She punched the shit out of me. And I go, okay, okay, okay. And she was so mad. Oh, my. I haven't seen her this mad in forever. But that's what you have to do. You you have to pull that out. And that, in a way, um, you know, it's kind of like she's blowing off that steam. She's getting it out of her system. You know, I, I called her the, the R word. That's, that's going to, I mean, she wants to punch me. So the only way to actually get it to happen is to do what I did. And it was, it did not let me down. Um, and she, so that was it. Uh, seconds later, we pull up in the driveway and she's laughing at me because I'm laughing. I'm laughing. My arm is sore. She, I mean, she hits hard. She really knows how to punch. And, uh, and she's laughing. So, I mean, if we were at home, we probably would have had sex. Um, she kind of blew off that steam. It was spectacular. So much rage. Paul writes, I just tell my wife I'm flirting with her when I piss her off like that. Um, Corey says, you told a story on Free Bear and Hot Wings of her yelling at a kid's soccer game, and you described her as a red-haired, big-boob psycho. Oh, my God, yes. Josh says, talk about poking the bear. Greaser Pirate 69. I forget who that is. Writes, that might be Cade, writes, dude, my daughter's seven years old and has disabilities and she uses the word all the time. As long as you're not specifically calling out someone who actually is disabled. Some people just need to get thicker skin. Cole writes, so you lose points because she can't text to herself. All right. 
Well, that was intense. She felt bad after. Because I'm sorry. I I don't care. You kidding me? It's fine. All right. So that's how the night unfolded. We had fireworks to be sure. Uh, This show starts out each and every uh, episode of the free podcast on as many social media platforms as I can for the uh, audio and the video. They are Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. However, it's at this point that I kick away. I say goodbye to the uh, Facebook. It's definitely not Facebook. That's something else entirely. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube crowd. And then I encourage you to download the Twitch app, T-W-I-T-C-H, the Twitch app, and search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and follow me. That way you can get the show uninterrupted live if you choose. You can also do that on desktop or laptop, or of course that's twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Follow and subscribe on Twitch. If you subscribe, you can do that for free with your Amazon Prime account. Once you're subscribed, you get the show ad-free as it runs um, throughout the duration of it. You'll always get one at the beginning, but you won't be interrupted during the show if you are subscribed with your Amazon Prime account. Or if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can always just throw $5.99 at it. That is totally up to you. If not, no big deal. Get it free on Twitch and you just miss little pockets of material as the ads drop in out of nowhere at random times. That's it. Audio, all audio. You can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast or Eric Zane Show, whatever you want, on your favorite podcasting platform and subscribe, rate, and review. That all helps. Thank you very much to anyone who is uh, new and getting the show, um, you know, For uh, one of the first times, I always love new people joining me here. So for the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, goodbye. You have a great day. All right. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. This this, uh, show every day, the free podcast, must be powered by local sponsors and some not local. Um in order for me to do it. That is the only way we've been able to do this for now nearly four years. January 6th, which not only is the anniversary of the asshole convention, uh, but it is also the anniversary of this show when I uh, published my first podcast. Uh, January 6th coming up on that. So uh, Facebook takes care of Twitch and um, I'm sorry, damn it, I am really struggling today. Irvine's takes care of Twitch and Facebook. Uh, YouTube, Frank Fuss sponsors that from My Policy Shop Insurance. And Twitter is brought to you by my friends at Blue Frost IT. Okay. There is a cult leader in trouble. When you you hear about a cult leader, you think about like David Koresh. Or um, you remember uh, Warren Jeffs, which is um, Warren Jeffs was part of that polygamous uh, sect called the uh, FLDS, Fundamentalist Church 
of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, I think the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm not positive on this, the Mormons. Now, they're fine. A little bit, a little bit of uh, oddness to that, but not the end of the world. It's a very religious group of people. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mitt Romney's a Mormon. If you go to uh, Brigham Young University, uh, Mormon. Well, not necessarily, but it's it's founded by Mormons. Okay, Brigham Young was in fact the guy. And he, yeah, let's make a university. Let's have sex with the with the special pajamas on or some. There's some shit about the Mormons and uh, you you put a hole in your in the sheet for your ding dong to go there or I don't know I I I know I don't know jack shit is what I'm telling you. Everything I've said so far is all that I think I've heard at some point. But the Mormons, I, they are not part of the fundamentalist church of the Jesus of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. They are a small group of crazy fuckers who practice polygamy, even though it is illegal in the U.S. And the latest lunatic is uh, is this fuckface. Who, um, look at it, FBI, Arizona cult leader had 20 wives, some as young as nine. I'll never forget when we went on a hike in Utah and, uh, it was at Zion national park wandering up to, uh, angels landing and, uh, it's all sorts of switchbacks, you know? So you'd be going one direction. You do a complete 180 on a turn to get up this mountain and you go the other direction. And, uh, it was a one dude leading all of these women up the mountain. And it's like Pied Piper. Like he's in charge with all of these women behind him. And they all have looks on their faces. Like, uh, they wish that uh, someone would save them. So for extended time, I'm uh, I, I'm walking up the mountain, making eye contact with these very frightened-looking women wearing uh, you know traditional garb with the bonnets and the drab clothes, and 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 they're sweating their asses off. It's terrible, and uh, they're making eye contact with me, like help me! Oh my God, I need help! It was ugly. I was like, what should I, should I say something here? You know, see something, say something. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? So what I wanted to do is go up to this guy and go, Hey, fuckhead. What the fuck is going on here? Every one of these women looks like they're here against their will. You know? All right. This guy, flat out cult leader. According to the FBI, an accused polygamous cult leader in Arizona had 20 wives, including underage girls, and one who was possibly his own daughter. The FBI filed an affidavit, uh, affidavit in federal court on just uh, on late last week, accusing Samuel Rapoli Bateman, 46-year-old man, of transporting minors between Arizona, Utah, Nevada, and Nebraska to engage in illicit sexual conduct. He's trafficking kids uh from state to state 
All he's been charged with, though, is child abuse because when they pulled him over, uh, the kids were in the back of an enclosed trailer with no windows, no ventilation, sitting in the back in, like, fucking folding chairs with a bucket to pee in. Not even kidding. So that's child abuse. You know? Um, But... They, they know, they know this guy is, is trafficking these women. So not yet charged with sexual abuse. Um, he's still in jail, though. He hasn't gotten out. He pleaded not guilty, though, in September to charges of tampering with evidence and attempting to destroy records after he was stopped on a highway and found uh, young girls inside. So that happened in September. So he's still in jail for that. According to the local TV station, authorities found three girls between 11 and 14 in the unventilated tra- uh, trailer. Law enforcement said Bateman is a former member of the former member of the fundamentalist church. And now he's formed his own sect. The Mormons, they've denounced the fundamentalists. And the Mormons say that polygamy is grounds for excommunication from the faith. Now, a lot of people think that the Mormons just say that. But behind closed doors, there might be some polygamy going on. Which is just so fucked up. My God. Uh, The FBI said eight girls were found at Bateman's Colorado City, Arizona home during an FBI raid. On September 13th, the affidavit described Bateman as a cult leader with approximately 50 followers. That's kind of like me with the Zaniacs and over 20 wives. Thank God that's not like the Zaniacs. I don't think my little body could take the abuse. He had over 20 wives. He has over 20 wives. They, They think many of whom are minors. Mostly under the age of 15. Oh, good boy. One of the girls, nine. This gets worse. He's also accused of trying to marry his own daughter. According to the FBI, the FBI spoke to a couple who are making a documentary about him. So he hires a film crew to make a documentary about what he's doing. So there you go. That's the proof. This guy's a fucking idiot. Bateman allegedly has, quote, impressions of Heavenly Father's will. That sounds very David Koresh-like. To encourage his followers, including the minor kids, to engage in sex acts and relies on that submission To do his own will, the affidavit reads. The affidavit also says that Bateman would arrange, get this, for group sex acts. Oh, my God. This is sounding more and more like the group formerly known as Zaniacs because they are swingers. In what he calls a binding of brothers ritual in which he would have sex with the wives of his male followers while the other men and underage girls would watch. Uh, uh. 
Bateman said the Heavenly Father ordered him to give, quote, give the most precious thing he has, his girls, virtue. To his male followers, one of the girls was reportedly only 12. What the fuck? The girls who were crying on the recording said they said they hurt, but there was no, not darkness. What? Bateman said the girls have sacrificed their virtue for the Lord, according to Spe- Special Agent Don Martin, who wrote in the affidavit. Bateman is also reported to have been a follower of Warren Jeffs, the former leader of the FLDS, who uh, was ultimately charged with sexual assault of minors in three states. In fact, he's in prison right now, Warren Jeffs. Believe it or not, Warren Jeffs commented on this from prison. You know it's bad when the guy who's in prison for having sex with kids in three states denounces you in a message. Jeff's denounced Bateman and a message sent to his followers from which, uh, from prison, which he has a lot of people that still follow him or according to TV station KSAZ. So this is all, all types of fucked up a little bit more about this maniac concerning the wanting to marry his daughter from the actual FBI affidavit. The FBI says that on a drive back to their Colorado City, Arizona home in February of 19, Bateman asked his daughter, who was 14 at the time, if she had prayed about who she would marry. And she said, no, Dad, I have not because I'm too young. The court papers say that Bateman told his daughter, quote, if his feelings were right, he would make her have a child. He said that to his kid. Okay, all of this sounds so fucked up that there isn't one person in America today who would be opposed to just an instant death penalty. All right, go ahead and have a trial. Prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this is one of the worst people that has ever uh, graced the planet. I mean, it's right up there with serial killers, Adolf Hitler. I mean, all terrible people who should be who should be killed. And this is where I sometimes think that Muslim nations have it right. Like when Saddam Hussein was felt guilty, they said, all right, you're guilty. Time to die. They walked him out and hung him right there. It was incredible. Uh, During a bathroom break on the drive, Bateman bought a couple bags of Doritos and gave them to his daughter along with 50 bucks. Quote, like it was a bribe, according to the FBI affidavit, which basically took the words of the kid in order to get this information. Bateman also asked the kid what kind of car she would want and told her he would take her on a plane ride, the documents allege. That sounds like trafficking. He told his daughters not to tell, he told his daughter not to tell mom what he said before they got home. When they got home, Bateman told his daughter's mom that, quote, he had a good feeling that the teen was, quote, supposed to be his wife. Now, thank God 
this mom, despite being brainwashed, left. That prompted her to move out and get a restraining order against him. Court documents allege that this is sick. This is going to make some of you upset. The court documents. Well, it's all been sick for God's sake. The court documents allege that Bateman repeatedly asked his daughter to meet him outside her house and kissed his daughter in front of her younger brothers. All right. Now, if you grew up in a typical setting, uh, and you're, and and you're uh, a boy and you see your sister making out with your dad, can you imagine how that's going to fuck you up? The daughter once described a kiss Bateman gave her as slobbery. Ugh. The daughter told investiga- investigators the way Bateman kissed and hugged her was weird, according to the court papers. So obviously she's speaking like a kid. I just hope it didn't fuck her up permanently. My God. Bateman constantly said he wanted to kiss and touch her. An attorney for Bateman did not immediately return a request for comment by insider on Monday. Can you imagine spending your whole life uh, being an attorney or uh, practicing to be an attorney or studying? Then you 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 pass the bar and uh, you enter the field, and you have to represent this guy. He has not yet been charged with sexual abuse, but remains jailed in Arizona. This stemming from the child abuse charge. And he was indicted on two counts of destruction of records and one count of tampering with an official proceeding. And, uh, and that's it. He's pleaded not guilty to both the federal and state charges. So, you know, ultimately, I don't know how much of a time frame he would be incarcerated for. If he is felt guilty, if at, if he is found guilty, if at all, if this is like his first charge. So basically what you got here, they all know he's into kids, but they might not have all that they need to be able to lock him away for life. You know what I mean? Holy shit. Okay. All right. I got to take a break. I got to take a break and then I'm going to come back. I'm going to read some sponsors and then I'm bringing in Kyle from dumpster divers. That will be great. And I can't wait to bring him on. I just, and you know what? I saw him last night. I saw him at the Griffins game with him and his lovely wife. Oh my God. Is she, I've never met her face to face. She is an absolute sweetheart and their handsome baby boy was awesome. Oops, that was loud. Okay, I will be right back. Do not go anywhere. Uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes on tonight. Uh, Ben and I will record another edition of Who Are These Zanes? Awesome. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much to the sponsors for uh, supporting the show. The open and live stream brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. Get your cars fixed there, okay? Uh, Smack dab in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan, servicing all makes and models. You got EVs, take care of EVs, and take care of hybrids. The dealerships oftentimes, if uh, the job gets a little bit too intense, have to call up uh, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 
It's uh, ervines.com. E-R-V-I-N-E-S, ervines.com. Don't just take my word for it. Look at all of the Google reviews that they have at their website. Right at the top of the page displayed prominently for you. Love them so much. That is also the place where the uh, great food giveaway is going to happen on Thursday, December 22nd. So there you go. All right. Uh, when it comes to health care, health insurance, some folks have to buy their policies at healthcare.gov. Don't do that alone. Have an expert help you. That's where Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance comes in. Frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. His services are free. Reach out to him to get the ball rolling at 616-914-4070. He's going to send you. He's going to say, hey, thank you. Here's a link. Schedule the time that you want to meet with me. And you just fill out a little form, and you pick what time is best for you. You pick how you want to meet. It could be uh, at the local coffee shop. could be your house. could be over the phone. could be Zoom. Up to you. He makes it totally easy. There's a spot on that form. <clears throat> that says, how'd you hear about me? Eric Zane. There you go. Thank you to Frank. He's also the social security, Medicare, uh, guru. He can help you with, uh, car insurance, life insurance. If it's insurance related, Frank can help you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Damn it. My throat is starting to bother me. All right. Let's bring in one of everybody's favorites. The one and only Kyle. From Dumpster Divers. Hey, Kyle, how are you? I'm good. How you guys doing? Not bad. Did you make it through the whole game last night? We made it through the whole game. Dude, Jameson was a fucking trope, Uh, Yeah, What what's normally bedtime for the guy? Uh, whenever the fuck he wants, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did he, did he get tired? Yeah, he did get tired in like like later in the second period. I'll tell you what, though, dude. The first period, that kid was like a hockey fan, dude. It was wild. Dude, that first goal, I should tell everybody, I went to the Griffins game last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, I had, uh, I actually had mentioned it earlier. Okay, yeah. And so I, uh, I didn't even think about it the whole time. And then we got there, and Blue's whole family was there. And her dad was like, hey, Aaron Zane's probably down there. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, yeah. So I went over there and said hi to you, and you finally got to meet Blue. Uh, and, well, you met Jameson before. But, um, yeah, dude, that first goal was, like, real quick in that first period. Yeah, And yeah. That, kid, that, kid, that kid was fired up, dude. Everyone started screaming. And he, at first he was like, what the fuck are these people doing? Right, right. And then, he, then, he, then he started screaming, too, like he knew what was going on. Oh, was yeah. Cool. You know, there's something to be said about when the crowd loses their shit after a goal. I always love that. I, 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 I never get tired of it. You know, it's just always great. Yeah, it was cool. He, he stood. He was like standing on his chair. He was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Do you know what's going on right now, dude?" <laughs> we didn't get a fist fight. Uh, I think we I came know. close. We came close a couple of times. I but, know, dude. Those dudes from I—they were from Iowa, right? Yes. Yeah, they were chippy, dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good, and I got to see face to face your lovely better half. I don't think I've ever seen her. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty, huh? She is pretty. She's absolutely lovely. I was just so happy to see you. you got the kid there. I got to see you. So it was all good. 
Yeah, and, and I will say this. I don't know a fucking thing about hockey at all. So, <laughs> when, you know, when you were like, you were like, penalty, this guy did a hook. And I'm like, what, what the, he got a, he has a hook on the ice? What the fuck's going on out there, dude? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I didn't and know it, that. Yeah, I don't know any of the, like, like offsides, don't understand. Um, okay. Icing, I yeah. mean, the whole fucking thing's ice. I don't get it. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it's fucked. Uh, yeah, when, when suddenly the whistle blows, they stop playing. You're like, what the fuck just happened? It's, yeah, exactly. I don't even know if I know what icing is. I don't, I, it's, it's, you know, I just basic, all I, people think that I'm like some hockey guru and it's like, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. I just, all I do is read shit and, and make fun of people on the video board. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was funny. I was, I was crack. I was cracking jokes to blue that when those those shitty kids that were playing falling that couldn't fucking play falling with the shit. Yes. And then, like, it started out, and then I, I was cracking jokes to her. I was like, oh, Eric Zane knows I'm here. I was like, he's going to fucking start bashing these kids. <laughs> yeah. and then, then Eric Zane's like, okay. He's like, uh, yeah, that was a terrible throw. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, it's... Um... When, it, when they started to throw, they look like a couple of dudes who their dad has never taught them how to throw. They just look like shit. I know, yeah. That one kid was going wide right every fucking time. Oh, dude. my God. It was so annoying. I was like, look at you two idiots. What the fuck? <laughs> how can you not know how to throw? You, yeah, you it was, that, was, that was rough, but uh, yeah, that, was, that was a cool. The game was cool. Um, um, Blue's dad was like, he's like, oh, man, it's like, Cause he used to have season tickets. Um, this year he didn't do it, but he was like, he's like, man, he's like, Eric Zane really, he like makes this whole production really tick. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, you were, you were killing it out there, dude. Oh, thank you. I, you know what? On that foaling thing, I want to try that. I want to do that because I think I can throw a football on target. Oh, dude, Eric Zane, I've done foaling, I think two or three times. It is fun, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think, I think I might have to do that. Yeah, let me know, Zane. Grab your grab your wife. We'll, I'll bring blue. We'll, we'll we'll face each other, dude. All right, I'm counting on it. Okay, <laughs> hey, just like that, the Lions are five and seven, and Jared Goff. Oh, Jared Goff was killing it. Dude, that was that was like the funnest game to watch. Uh, obviously, of all season, because it was like the one game that we fucking dominated the whole time. The Washington game, we kind of dominated, and they caught up a little bit. Right. So that was like an iffy one. But this game was it was just from start to finish. I was like, hell yes, dude. Okay, so what do you think of golf now? You know, it's like I, I still have a love hate relationship with them, but I think that the I think. If he can catch fire and we win the next two games, and then hopefully just kind of coast—not but coast—but like I think we can, I think we can make the playoffs, dude. Okay, all right, yeah, I'm happy with that too. I I was really impressed with them, but I, you know what? I, I I was telling the audience I have a superstition because since they've been winning, I haven't watched or listened. I intentionally oh, yeah. avoid. And I don't want to fuck it up. So I don't sit down and watch. I don't listen. I do something else. And then I watch the highlights after. Uh, uh, hey, if that's what's working, that's, although you might have just jinxed it, though, since you, the football gods get weird about that type yeah, of shit. Yeah, they do. So they do now do you, might, you might have jinxed it, so you might have to watch the next one. <sighs> I'm actually uh, I'm going to the game on Sunday. Um, you are? Wow. Well, the, interesting because I'm doing some limo work, and I'm taking a whole group of people. Over there. I'm not taking you, am I? 
No, I don't. Not that I know of. Okay, yeah, I'm taking a uh, a whole group of people via limo to the game. Now, I, I as far as I know, I'm not going in, but they actually requested me to take them. So I think that they know that I do that. So oh, I don't know yeah. if I, I didn't. I'm not going to ask. I'm planning on not, on not going in. But if they say, hey, come on in, Eric Zane, I'm going to be like, fuck, yes. I have never been to a football game at Ford Field. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, go in there, and uh, it'd be, wouldn't it be hilarious if you walk in there and it turns out I'm the fucking announcer for the Lions games. You just didn't know it this whole time. So what <laughs> What I'll do is I'll I'll text you if I do get in, and uh, I'll come see you. I'll be wearing a suit, but fuck it, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah, that'd be cool. Who, who the fuck are you going with? Um, I'm go- So me and Blue are going with uh, my best friend Cliff and his wife, and I think the uh, Blue's wife's mom's coming too. They're all Vikings fans because oh, Cliff is a Vikings fan because when we were fucking kids, uh, he was like a Fairweather fan and uh, became a Vikings fan because of Randy Moss and oh, you know a- when they went like fifteen and one or whatever at the end of the nineties. And so he was he's been a Vikings fan. So we went to one game before uh, maybe two years ago, and uh, the Lions lost that one and. Cliff is just being a fucking, he's yeah. just out of control yeah, and fucking. being like stupid. So this year, I'm, I know I'm just, I'm feeling it. The Lions are going to take it to the Vikings and I'm going to be unreasonable, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, fuck Cliff, by the way, is that the guy that you did the podcast with? Yeah. 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 Tell him to eat shit. And, uh, and, and, the, and the podcast I think is done. You guys have not done the podcast in forever. We, ha- we haven't done it in a long time, but we will. Um, we actually um, were just talking about it last night, and uh, me and Blue, and I, I was like, yeah, I, I, I miss doing it. I got to get back into it. And um, we had like a long, not a long, but like a, it was a short conversation, actually, but uh, it was a conversation where like, she's like, you know, we got we to gotta get back into it. I'm like, hell yeah, so let's do it. All right, so do you have anything that you uh, have read or touched on in the past week that you want to discuss with the audience right now? Oh, yeah, I, for sure. I definitely got some topics. Let me ask you this question first. Have I ever asked you the question on the show? Have we talked about adult butt cracks? N- no, I don't. It, it doesn't come to mind. Okay, well, then I got to ask you this question. And I think and a couple of your uh, your listeners have commented. I made, I made a post on the Dumpster Divers uh page the facebook page okay like a little video when i asked the question so i gotta i gotta ask and you gotta pull it out there with with the people listening right now if you see an adult right you're an adult and you are out there in the wild just cruising around doing your thing or whatever but then you see another adult and their butt crack is like out right like it's hanging out of their pants i i got i i was like the question i posed in the video i'm like i'll be telling them you know what i mean because there's a part of me that's like, if I'm an adult and my butt cracks hanging out, I kind of would want someone to know, tell me, so I could fucking, you know, conceal my butt crack. Well, you know what I mean? Well, but they then there's know. also the other part of me that's like, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, fuck off, like, mind well, your yeah. fucking business. You know yeah. what I mean? My, my, I'm of the opinion that they know, and and if they're that disgusting, that they're okay with showing their ass crack. That's that's a warning. That's that that's actually a public service by a scumbag who is letting <laughs> you know that they are a loser and 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 doesn't even care. So in my opinion, 
Uh, that serves as a uh, appropriate warning. They're basically saying I'm a piece of shit uh, because I can't. I don't. I don't care about whether or not my ass is being shown. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fair opinion, I'd say. Yeah, I say that they um, that they don't care, and you just let them do their thing. You know. In fact, unless if it's someone who like like when my brother-in-law, the NFK. When his pants uh, drop and he and you can see it, I'm like, pull up your pants. Not because <laughs> here in the house I can't avoid him, so I'm like, dude, I don't want to see your ass. Pull your fucking pants up. Uh, so yeah. So basically, yeah, that's that's how I would handle it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just a tricky question because I was I was out out and about sometime before I posted that video and I just saw a dude and his butt crack was out and it, it just got me wondering, dude. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. when you're a kid, obviously it's like, you're going to get made fun of for it for sure by other kids. But I'm like, when you become an adult, you know, your life changes for sure. Right. And I'm like, are people going to tell you or are they not well, going to tell you? So you I know, just wondered. A certain body types, when a guy has that type of um, uh, overweight issue, you know, um, it's harder for the pants to stay up, you know, because the oh, yeah, and that's true. Yeah, that's that's what's happening there. Um, but when they're so when their body changes form to the disgusting range, that's <laughs> it, that's why it happens like that. So, yeah, straight up. Um, OK, so that was yeah, that was the question I had to ask. Um, but check this out. Alexander. There's been quite a few hilarious fucking news things that have happened around the world. So I got to fucking bring them up, dude. Yes. Um, this first one actually, it just cracks me the fuck up. Actually, I'll tell you this one that cracks me the fuck up. Then I got to tell you one that pisses me off. Then I got to tell you another one that cracks me the fuck up. Right. This is, this is the one that cracks me up. And the headline, um, is hilarious in itself because it like calls them out right off the bat. So it just says, Germany, and then it's a colon. <laughs> so you, it's like the people that want you to know this fucking happened in Germany. Yeah. Um, so it says Germany, and it says woman arrested for shutting off roommate's ventilator. So, so uh -huh. you're like, okay, what the fuck's going on? So then, like, the little sub headline or whatever says a 72 year old woman has been arrested after she allegedly switched off a hospital roommate's ventilator twice because she was annoyed by the sound it made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's, it's even funny well that's kind of a funny well it could be tragic I guess I didn't read the story but it's funny because it's Germany right so now you know this lady's over there she's like this thing is fucking annoying I'm going to shut it off Did you just <laughs> say she just straight up just Germ she just Germany this other lady so if I'm understanding this correctly you said first this is funny maybe it's not funny because <laughs> I don't know if, if, if anything bad happened uh, yeah, I, I just I just clicked into the article. Um, oh shit, dude! <laughs> um, it starts out okay, but then it says in like the fourth paragraph says the older patient had to be revived. <laughs> oh, right? Shit, yeah, I, I see that now too. The older patient had to be revived, but they're like, "All right, we got her back," uh, while her life is not in danger. <laughs> oh man, that's wild, dude! Just some lady. She's like, "Fuck this! This is not good." <laughs> so, all right, so there you go. Yeah, I, I see it now. Jesus. Uh, but then it, check out this. Are you are you like in the AP News thing right now? I can be. That's so that's why that's where all these fucking hilarious ones are from. But this is one. Now check this one out. This one can spark some intense debate actually because it it like is funny but also pisses me off. So 
the title is, you can't really tell exactly what's going on from the title, but the title says, a joke, colon, man charged after fake ad draws calls to candidate, right? So basically how this story goes is this regular dude um, was pissed off about like getting like shitloads of calls for like elections and shit. And so he made this Craigslist ad uh, for a free trailer, but he listed the phone number as like this legislative <laughs> candidate's phone number, right? Okay. And then so the, the other, the candidate guy or whatever, like gets fucking shitloads of calls about it, right? Um, so then this fucking guy who did it, um, he got fucking indicted on a felony charge of interference with election communications. That's like the charge, right? Oh. Um, which, this is why it pisses me off because it's like, dude, I mean, for months up until elections, I mean, we're getting calls. I mean, even the dumpster divers, like, business phone line, we get calls and texts about, like, are you going to vote? Like, dude, what do you think about this? And it's like, okay, dude, so they can just fucking harass us 24-7. But this dude pulls a fucking, I'm going to call it a genius mastermind class of fucking with a candidate back. And then he gets indicted, dude. Yeah. That, seems, that doesn't seem cool, dude. Yeah, you know, um, uh, pulling pranks like that used to be just that, pranks. Now you can actually get in trouble. That's wild, you know? dude. And it's like, okay, uh, okay I'm, re I'm looking at the article a little bit here. Here's why they are fucking pissed, because you know these the, the people in the political parties are pansies. So um, the guy who did it is a Democrat, and he did it to Republicans. Right. So that's probably why they were so fucking pissed, dude. Well, you know, I, I, I think that they, and they, it should be both ways, but who knows? Uh, and the charge carries a penalty of three and a half to seven years in prison. Dude, that's fucking wild, dude. I mean, it's, you know what I mean, though? Like, I mean, I imagine you on your, your personal cell phone have been have been bombarded with shit over the past couple months. Oh yeah, it happens. It happens. It, sure. So yeah. Anyways, um, that that's one that I saw. Now check this one out. This one's a little bit different. This one cracks me up too. This one says, "Police." <laughs> this is the headline: Golfer bit off another man's nose in an argument during the game, dude. <laughs> Oh yeah. How crazy is that? I did see that one. In fact, I, I talked a little bit about it and then the guy, he ended up, um, and then they, uh, couldn't find the nose. Did you see that part? <laughs> they couldn't find oh, the fucking man. nose. So he like bit it, spit it out. And, uh, and, and then the poor son of a bitch that got his nose bit off. I mean, that is fucked up. Man, that, that is wild. <clears throat> look, look how salty this reporter is too. The reporter says, Mark Wells, 51, of Biloxi, initially fled the scene in a Tesla. <laughs> it's like, okay, why do you got to fucking say that? You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, you, you, it almost makes it seem like he's a rich bastard. Like he yeah, wants to push sure. that out. How crazy is that, dude? Just bit off a fucking... I mean, I know like the uh, um, like the scientific... Ru not rumor or whatever, but like the theory that you can like bite off a finger with like the same force as biting into a carrot. Yeah. But I'm like, a, a nose, that's like, that. that's different. Yeah. Cause you're like right up, right up in their shit. Right. Just... Yeah. If he, you, you got to picture his teeth were flush onto his face and then he, that, that sensation of biting through nose. Oh my God. 
And and at 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 no point did he like uh, think maybe this is a bad idea. This is this is unbelievable that someone can be that insane who is walking and talking amongst us. Jesus. I know that's just yeah. Because I mean, there's some. I mean, I've never bitten off a nose. I will say, um, but like, I feel like yeah, there's a lot of time in between, like when those neurons in your brain fire. Like, I'm pissed. Right. I'm gonna bite off this dude's fucking nose. But then you gotta like go to the face. You gotta open the mouth. You gotta clasp onto the nose, and then you gotta bite down. It seems like yeah, there's a lot of time in there to be like, I fucking shouldn't, dude. <laughs> there is. You're right. Exactly. It says a bunch of time. Ryan writes. As a germaphobe, biting through nose meat is very grotesque to me. You could get sick. <laughs> I, I I think, you know, did you ever like um, you're eating like a piece of chicken and then uh, everything's great, but then you actually bite into that cartilage at the end of the bone where it's a little, oh, yeah. it's a little crunchy and it's just, ugh, it just has, gives you a bad, a bad, uh, it kind of wrecks the mouthful that you're, that you're eating at that point. I, I picture that times about 300. I know. Oh, yeah, dude. I know. Because you're, you're right, dude. That is like the worst part of the chicken. And then, you you know what I mean? Because like, actually, that's funny you bring that up because as a kid, I'm not like a like a huge like chicken fan, I guess you'd say. Like, like on the bo- I do like uh, like boneless, you know, if you go to like B-dubs, like someplace, you sure. get the boneless yeah. or whatever. All but right. like the on the bone chicken, I've never been like a super huge fan of. But my dad is like obsessed with it. And so he's always like, oh, yeah, like chicken's the best. So, like, we're always, like, eating chicken all the fucking time. And I was always like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, for that, for that, almost that exact reason, I'm like, you know, you get some chicken off of it. But then my dad's over here like, oh, yeah, he just, like, eats everything until the bone's fucking, like, clean as, clean as you can imagine. And I'm, and then I'll, I'll have, like, a whole, like, a plate full of, like, yeah, not completely digested chicken. And he's like, why didn't you eat all that? And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking eat all that shit. Dude. That it's it's so a little gross. weird. I, I, I try not to think about it, but when you put it that way, it is kind of weird that we're like cleaning off the bones of this, of this carcass and <laughs> with, without a, without, without a fucking second thought, you know? <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, uh, I think our work is done here. Uh, anything yeah. else? Anything else burning on in your on your brain that you wanna that you wanna get off your chest, or you feel good about life, or what's what's anything at all? Um, no, not really. I mean, Christmas is coming up, so I am going to uh, Florida in like a week or two, or yep. sometime. Like we're going down there to spend uh, Christmas with Blue's grandma. Oh. Um, yeah. You know, she's down in Florida just fucking doing the Florida shit, just living it up. Yeah. Just, uh, she's actually kind of funny because um, she is like, I don't fucking know, I want to say Catholic maybe or something like that. And um, Blue's grandpa, he died last year, maybe the year before oh, before that or so. So anyway, so she's by herself now, but, but she like never drank. She like never swore. And she's like, just like a very like, well, like proper, like cool. Okay, that, that that actually doesn't sound like a Catholic. Catholics would drink <laughs> and smoke. Well, yeah. So I guess that yeah, that is her. Her grandpa definitely was like that. Okay. But um, her, her. And so, but now she's down there. I'm, and these are all stories we hear from uh, Blue's dad. But 
she's slamming wine these days. Oh, she, good. I, even like in the past, like like she was up here a couple months ago, and uh, I heard that lady say shit. Twice, oh, and yes. she said bitch one time, and oh. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like this. She's going off the rails, yes. baby. Just experiencing life. Tons so we're, we're gonna go down there and hang out with her. Tons of dick too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and people want an update on the on the hooker smoking in the car or the van outside of your uh out of outside of dumpster divers you know what? i didn't see her earlier but i'm not, I'm, I'm kind of by the door i'm gonna walk out here and take a look i did see her um the other actually like last week blue came came up here on her lunch break and um we were just chilling and that lady was here too and i was she like was. i was telling her the story about what that no she's not out here dude all right what is this fucking lady all right. Well, you're. Uh, it was good seeing you yesterday. Tell it. Tell uh, Blue it was good seeing her too, and give Jameson a hug and all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was a good time. I had a good time at the game. I'm glad you did. All right. I will talk. Oh, and dumpster divers, of course. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. Junk removal, uh, demolition work, or you just need a dumpster. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so, my dude. All right. You are good. I appreciate you. All right. Love you guys. All right. Love you too. Say bye. Kyle Dumpster Divers. Yeah. The, uh, the folding. Folding warehouse is what the name of the business is. They put the bowling pins. They stand them up. You got to throw a football and knock down the bowling pins. It's supposed to be a lot of fun. And uh, you take random people out of the crowd at the hockey game uh, to play a quick round on the ice. And these two sucked. And so the actual words I said where I go, this is horrible. I go, you guys are the worst. Get off the ice. Get, o- get off of the ice. Uh, saw a comment from first time chat. I think it says Chuck Ronald. Chuck Ronald 73. He says, I created an account to ask. A bit nervous. President Trump says the great food giveaway or great food sweepstakes is a fraud. And the clip I listened to last night. I would give a dollar, but seems odd to send it to uh, my Venmo. That can't be real, right? That's got to be. Are we looking at someone who actually thought that that was actually Donald Trump? Is that the suggestion you're making? That you actually thought that that was Trump? Or are you aware that that is a... Do you know what's going on there? I mean, I don't I don't like breaking down the third wall here, but I am, I am a little bit confused with that. Yes, it was Trump. And I'm a and I'm a friend. I'm gonna steal the money, if that's the case. Yes, I sincerely hope they were being funny, Maureen. I appreciate that. Of course, he's got to be right. Come on now. Uh, all right, advertise with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send me an email, and I'll tell you how it works. It's that simple. Put your business in front of my audience. Uh, if it's anywhere in the U.S. and an online business, I can take care of you. Hell, anywhere in the world for that matter. If you're local to West Michigan, uh, I can do that too. 
Tell, uh, send me an email and I'll tell you how it works. Eric at ericzancho.com. The Kent County Health Department invites you that if you have any questions about the WIC program, that keeps your family fed. If times are tough or there's an issue going on where all of a sudden it's harder to keep the family fed, uh, you might need to um, engage with the Kent County Health Department or your local health department and ask about the WIC program. Go to accesskent.com slash health. They also have uh, information there on immunizations for the little ones, uh, either free or nearly free if you qualify. Personal health services like an HIV test, uh, that is a rather quick process. You just go in, it's a a little uh, blood sample off of the uh, tip of your finger, and they can determine uh, whether or not you are positive or negative. I know that sounds daunting. Can you imagine like, ah, I think I'll just go in and get an HIV test. Uh, I, I, I doubt that that's anybody's uh, uh, lackadaisical attitude when they take something like that. But if you feel like you've been exposed, it is literally that easy. If you come back positive, they take another test right there. Yes, there is HIV in your system. Here's how we start the path towards you remaining healthy. And they will help you every step of the way. Uh, HIV and AIDS, no longer a death sentence. If you act, get after it. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. Thank you, Blue Frost IT. The managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. So awesome. Uh, if you, with your tech in your business, uh, local here to West Michigan, need an upgrade, like the you know the your employees for your smaller, medium-sized business, like this, yeah, everything sucks, boss. Uh can we maybe get an upgrade in your thinking? Yeah, it's time to invest in the business. Don't just go buy stuff. That is a huge mistake. Sit down with the pros at Blue Frost IT and get a complimentary consultation about what it's going to take to get your business up and running. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. All right. Uh, story about a local guy who wanted to be a judge. I remember this story. The guy in uh, Muskegon County. Uh, Before I get to that, uh, Chuck Ronald 73 is back. Uh, Sorry. Yes, I think you called Prez. It threw me off. Nervous. Did not mean to disturb your show. You're not disturbing the show. It's fine. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you asking. Yes, 100% of every dollar raised in the great food giveaway goes towards just that, food for underprivileged people. We are uh, spending $5,570 to purchase 200 uh, Christmas meals. Um, I appreciate you asking about it. Venmo. Yes, you are sending that to me directly. And yes, I understand why that would... Why am I sending... That sounds weird. Um, Yes, uh, agreed. That is my name. It goes directly into my account. And I've accumulated this pile of money from all these people. And then I go to Meyer and buy it all. I provide all of the um, uh, documentation of all the screenshots of the money coming in. People who have donated via PayPal and Venmo, and I will post that on Facebook 
once the purchase is made, along with a copy of the receipt of um, what was purchased. So basically, you'll see screenshots of all of these different uh, amounts of money sent in to me via Venmo and PayPal. And then the receipt. So you'll see one totaled up number for money donated and then the money spent. So that it's like money coming in, money going out, food, feed. Kabubi69 is fucking me up by saying with 10% off the top for your time, LOL. No, that is not true. I don't want to give people the wrong idea. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to convince someone who's skeptical of this to send me money for the great food giveaway, and here you are cracking jokes. Again, the show's better when there's more of me in it and less of you. Anyway. All right. The judge, the guy who was running for judge in Muskegon County, uh... His name is um, Jason Kolkoma. He was running for judge. Audio check. Video check. And uh, he was... Well, this is what happened. Watch all of this. This video contains graphic images of an alleged domestic assault. Viewer discretion is advised. In downtown Muskegon this summer, office workers saw a couple fighting through a window in a nearby apartment. Okay, now you can tell that uh, someone is... One got her cell phone out someone and started is recording. Seated. It, okay, hang on. was a judicial candidate and his girlfriend. Our- so she's in this chair, and this is the guy. Arguing for about a half hour before things got violent. The man is seen grabbing the woman and then pulling out his belt, striking it seven times while the woman appeared to recoil. The man was charged the next day. He claims he was hitting a chair, not his girlfriend. The prosecutor says it makes no difference. The video shows domestic violence. Okay. Uh, I personally do not believe anything about the chair. I mean, that is so fucked. In downtown Muskegon this summer, all fighting through a window and a judicial candidate and his girlfriend. It's tough to watch. Arguing for about a half hour before things got violent. The man is seen grabbing the woman and then pulling out his belt, striking it seven times while the woman appeared to recoil. The man was charged the next day. He claims he was hitting a chair, not his girlfriend. The prosecutor says it makes no difference. Now, I don't think he won the election. Thank God, you know, that's all it took to keep this guy from winning. Uh, I will not show you any more of that, uh, that footage, but this guy is talking. My question to you is, did you intentionally strike? Yes or no? A guilty plea tonight from the Muskegon judicial candidate who was caught. The guy on the left is the attorney. The guy on the right is the dude that was swinging the belt. On video, hitting his girlfriend with a belt. A judge accepted Jason Colcomb's plea to domestic violence tonight, though it looked like for a minute the judge would reject it. 
Target 8 investigator Susan Samples watched that hearing. Susan? This was an unusual one. Some pointed back and forth between the Allegan County judge called in to hear the case against the ex-judicial candidate. Jason Colgama lost his bid to be a Muskegon County judge after he was charged with striking his girlfriend with a belt during an August ar argument inside his Muskegon apartment. Under a plea agreement today, Colgama pleaded guilty to misdemeanor domestic violence. In exchange, Muskegon County prosecutors recommended the judge dismiss the case if Colcoma meets some requirements. The That's such shit. <clears throat> it always makes me <coughs> angry when prosecutors offer that. Why would you think that that's conducive to, to uh, justice? Allowing him to have nothing essentially happen to him for a plea. I, I just, I've never understood that. I would love to get into the brain of prosecutors why you think that that is, is good. The struggle came when the judge tried to establish the elements of the crime, namely assault and battery. We have bleeped out the victim's name to protect her identity. And on that date, at that location, did you assault? Swinging a belt, yes. How did you assault? Um, swung a belt in her presence. You swung a belt in her presence. I don't know what that means. Tell me what you did to assault. Your Honor. Colcoma no, repeated again, he swung a belt in close proximity to his girlfriend. Not good enough, said the judge. Colcoma did, by the way, admit that the belt had accidentally, he said, hit his girlfriend's arm when she raised it. Ultimately, Colcoma admitted only to intentionally causing his girlfriend to believe she was going to be struck. Did you do something intentionally to lead her believe she was going to be struck? Yes, I believe that a reasonable person would believe would would um, the swing of the belt would would cause some sort of fear. Mr. Kalkman asked, I'm not asking about a reasonable person here under Michigan law. I can only accept your plea if you intentionally assaulted. Ms. When you swung the belt, was it your intent to lead her to believe she was going to be struck? Yes. With that, the judge did accept the plea. If Colcoma successfully completes what amounts to a probationary period, wow. that would likely include counseling or anger management, we don't know for sure, the judge could then dismiss the case. It is called a first deferral, and it's an option sometimes open to first-time offenders with otherwise clean records. Prosecutor D.J. Hilson told me this afternoon he cannot ethically comment on the court case at this time. At the live desk, Susan Samples, back to you. What a crock of shit. So the argument was um, he didn't that actually hit her. Can be a time that and I guess worries and guilt for what we saw there. The idea is I was hitting actually hitting the chair. I didn't actually hit her. The only time that I hit her was when she put her arm up. In my opinion, that's bullshit. The judge said, if you're going to take a guilty plea, you can't say guilty and that you had no intention of hitting her or making her think she was going to be hit, which is also misdemeanor assault in this case. 
or domestic violence. Oh, God. What a greasy, slimy mess this is. It's because of this whole thing is fucked. And uh, because now it's being talked about, this is why. And it, it says here, um, let me let me back up on the story. When asked if he swung the belt, meaning to scare his girlfriend into thinking she may be struck, Kolkoma admitted he did. Here's the part that it gets really wonky. Kolkoma's girlfriend has defended him saying, oh yeah, he was hitting the chair she was sitting on, not her. I am of the opinion that she is not being honest for whatever reason. It could be because she's in a bad spot. She's in love with him. Who knows? We don't know that, but I don't believe her, you know, um, this is, this is just horrible. Jesus. I know a guy he can do a podcast with and they can share war stories. The judge said he, uh, would be taken. His plea would be taken under advisement. There would be no conviction on Colcomo's record. If he completes everything he is supposed to during the probationary period, the case will be dismissed. That is so fucking sad. How infuriating is that? That is disgusting to me. God, this this dude. What a fucking asshole. Jason Kolkoma. Fuck you. Oh my God. Man, bad, 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 very bad. Uh, moving on. More stuff uh, legally. Legal stuff, crime stuff. Before I get to that, Jesse says, I hate scums that do that. A guy I used to ride dirt bikes with just got locked up for child porno. He did the same thing. Agreed to a plea deal that didn't want to admit what he did to the judge. Ended up pleading no contest. Because it didn't look as bad. What a douche. My God. Brandis has been through the ringer. Uh, she's been hurt by someone in the past. Right. Uh, this happens all the time. That's how women end up dead. She indicates my ex knocked my front teeth out, got out the next fucking day. I am so sorry. Holy shit. Uh, concerning the woman saying, oh, yeah, no, he didn't hit me. Brandis, speaking from experience, thank you for sharing. Uh, wrote, I did the same. I defended my abuser because I was scared he would kill me if I didn't. Oh, my God. You know, I love you. I'm just going to tell you that you are spectacular. Uh, Chris in Maine says, I think the saddest part is this enables another other abusers to continue their behavior because of the lack of punishment. Yes. Thus victims continue to feel hopeless and let it continue. Exactly. Correct. Thank you for your input on the story, folks. 
So the Michigan Wolverines have had this incredible year, and one of their uh, uh, better defensive players is Mozzie Smith. I think I called this guy Maisie the first time I uh, talked about this. But uh, this dumbass was speeding through a residential neighborhood at like 50 miles an hour. It's a 25, and then the cops pulled him over, and he's like armed to the teeth with like a handgun and like 60 rounds of ammunition. All right. Now, that's stupid. You're, that's a felony firearms possession if you don't have uh, the right license. And that's you're in big trouble. Um, but the big issue also is equally big issue here is how the sports washing that has happened. Uh, he was stopped in Ann Arbor. This story didn't see the light of day till last week because he's a good football player. Total bullshit. Audio check. Video check. What led up to the arrest of a co-captain of the University of Michigan football team? Mozzie Smith is facing a weapons charge after he was pulled over by Ann Arbor police for allegedly speeding in October. Seven investigator Ross Jones live in the newsroom with us tonight with more on what police say they found in his car. Ross. Dave Carolyn, as Michigan prepares to play in the college football playoff, questions over the arrest of one of the team's star players continue to swirl as new details slowly trickle out. On the morning of October 7th, according to police, Mozzie Smith was speeding in his pickup truck and carrying a Glock 19 handgun. According to a detective's testimony, the Michigan co-captain was in the area of King George and Lockridge Drive in Ann Arbor, where the speed limit is 25. An officer estimated Smith was going as fast as 40, but after reviewing video, estimated his speed was north of 50. When the officer stopped the car, she asked if Smith had a gun. He told the officer he did. From there, Smith was secured in handcuffs, and officers found two magazines. In uh, two magazines in his pocket for said gun. It, it, it indicated that he had was putting the gun behind the seat. So he's trying to hide the fuck. In thing. his pocket, according to testimony, Smith said he was putting the gun behind the seat. The officer claimed Smith said he wanted to get it off his person, but Smith's attorney denies that. In all, officers would recover Smith's Glock 19 firearm. And it doesn't matter if it's in the car or actually on your hip. You're still carrying a concealed weapon if it's in your car and you don't have a license to do so. A 30-round magazine, a 24-round magazine, and a 15-round magazine. It is not clear if Smith's gun itself was loaded. His attorney says it was not. It is important to note that the firearm was legally registered to Smith, but he did not have the concealed pistol license necessary to have the gun in his vehicle. Mozzie was... Um... This is Now, this is my favorite. Now, Michigan fan loves this guy. They didn't when he was trying to leave the team and go to the Minnesota Vikings because he had historically been a total fuck-up at Michigan. Couldn't beat Ohio State. Couldn't win a uh, road win against a ranked opponent. Everything he did turned to shit. Last year, he beat Ohio State. Had a good year. This year, even better year, beat Ohio State. Everybody loves this asshole Harbaugh. 
This guy is a fucking dick and an idiot. Make no mistake. Uh, completely honest, upfront, cooperative. Um, felt like uh, felt like I mean, he gave us the exact circumstances. On Sunday, Coach Jim Harbaugh answered questions for the first time about why Smith was never suspended from the team, even though he was arrested back on October 7th. So what he's saying there is, uh, yeah, he was honest with us. Yeah, sure, he's being charged with the felony firearms uh, charge. But he was honest. So if he commits any felonies, if any Michigan players commit felonies, and they're honest, we're going to let them play. So if uh, the, whatever, the star quarterback, if he has sex with 10 kids, but he's honest and tells us he had sex with 10 kids, after he makes bail, he can play for the Michigan Wolverines. He didn't stay in custody for long. Able to make the plane for the game against Indiana just hours after his arrest, Smith would play the next day and in the seven games after that. And he's done very well this year. I really respect the, the justice system and feel like there'll be a, there'll be a fair resolution um, that comes soon. From yeah, No one cares about that, asshole. Quit deflecting. You let a guy facing a felony charge play football for the whole season. You didn't do anything. That. Now, even though officers say Smith was driving. That's the thing about Harbaugh. He never says shit. He's always deflecting. He can't just answer anything. The guy is such a fucking flake. I've been at more than twice the speed limit. He was not cited or charged over speeding. His attorney, John Shea, says that Smith was in the process of obtaining his concealed pistol license when he was pulled over, but did not have it at the time. He does now. Smith is due back in court tomorrow at 9 a.m. for a probable cause conference. From the newsroom, I'm Ross Jones. If you are uh, if you are convicted of felony firearms charge, I don't know if you can even possess one. He might uh, he might not have it for very long. They'll go, thank you. You can't have this for extended time. I hate this shit. It always bothers me when stuff like this happens. Come on. Give me a break, man. Um, it's similar to when Kobe raped that chick, then changed his number and helped the Lakers win a championship. Who cares about rape? We won, we won a championship. Yeah. Josh writes, I only like Harbaugh because he smashed Jim Schwartz at the end of that game. Adnan asks, the bigger question is, where are you going with all, with all that ammunition? Ryan says, I couldn't pay attention to the story because Ross was voicing, voicing it, and he's incredible. Uh, he is? I don't know. Only you would notice that since you were in that line of work. Anyway. Adam says, shit up, Harbaugh. I think he means shut up. Yeah, Ryan went to school with Ross. Thank you, Ryan. That's that's great. Thanks. Really happy. Happy for you. Went to school with Ross. Jesus. By the way, your pal Kayla formerly uh, Kayla Fortney. Uh, I went to WZZM.com and put my name in there. 
and looked at all the stories that she published on the digital platform that have to do with me. And they end right about the time that I left Free Bear and Hot Wings. So I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, Ryan, that something after that period of time is what she is pissed off about. You would not reveal to me what she's actually pissed about. I wish you would. What in the world is she mad about? You, you might not even know. I don't recall. I just know that uh, the, the chick that Ryan did uh, five podcasts with who works for Channel 13 uh, hates me because she saw your Eric Zane show podcast, Coffee Mug or something like that, uh, back a few years ago, and she was disgusted by that. The plot thickens. Because I heard from uh, Rick from TC Paintball, who might be in the chat with us. Uh, yeah, that's Boy Crazy Kayla was the nickname. That's my wife's friend's sister. Hey, I see you there. That is my wife's friend's sister. She is not a fan, and she has great taste according to Rick. And I wrote, oh, no kidding. For the life of me, I cannot remember what set her off. Poke around and see if you can get some intel. I think we need an early version of uh, Trigger Time with Rick. Oh, this is unexpected. Yeah, hey, I'm trying to get I'm trying to solve the mystery of Boy Crazy Kayla. Yes. Um I remember her being uh uh she had uh it was part of an internship and uh and I remember she uh she seemed to be very um she wasn't like the typical idiot intern. She seemed to be very bright and I remember she was uh very pretty and had dark dark hair. It's unfortunate if you're a different intern, huh? <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't like the typical idiot intern. No, yeah, I remember her being. Uh, I thought to myself, boy, she seems to be uh, have all her ducks in a row. And I, I remember something might have happened, but I can't, I can't put my finger on what the fuck she's pissed off about. But you're aware that she's not a fan as well. Yeah. So my my wife's friend or whatever, my wife came to me at one point and said, yeah. Uh, Jamie's sister used to be an intern on the Fear of Beer and Outling show. They called her Boy Crazy Kayla. I was like, oh, okay. And then she said, yeah, she's not a fan of Zane at all. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, what? What is there something specific that happened there? And she said, no, she just, I don't think she got along with him, um, you know, uh, outside of the show. She didn't like the way he acted or treated people. And, and what pops into my mind is you stomping in and throwing your weight around and just being a gentle dickhead to your showmates. And she probably uh, got rubbed the wrong way. With no, that. I don't think so. I don't, unless, unless that, that's why I want to get her on the show because. I want to find out because I remember because uh, most interns, when I would speak to them, they we, we always got along pretty well with the interns. And I, I specifically would try to go out of my way to make them feel comfortable. But on the air, on the show, I'd Especially rip the idiots. Oh, yeah, I would. I would rip them a new asshole all the time. But um, I uh, yeah, I don't I don't recall shit. So is there can you maybe 
I need you to be the point man to try to get her on the air for on the show for an airing of the grievances. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So run that up the flagpole. I mean, it's like two, three people it has to go through. But uh, if the message could be Eric has no recollection and uh, he wants to uh, uh, get your uh, thoughts as to what happened so that he can uh, he can turn it around. I want you to know this is going to be a priority for me. It's going to move right in front of axe throwing and getting online payment ready. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think will happen first, axe throwing or online payment? Uh, axe throwing will definitely happen before that. The best thing about online payment was you said, hey, I've got a tech guy who's doing it. And then that was it. <laughs> I I think my tech guy is full of shit because, I, I, you know, I'm not. I kind of go with the flow with shit online. I try to use Facebook to promote my business, but as far as technical stuff to, to get like uh, PayPal accounts to line up with websites and things like that, that's not my forte. And I thought it was going to be an easy move. And my guy told me that there was a hiccup because of some technical issue that I kind of lost interest on and just moved on. And I never really no, figured it out. It's so super it might easy. be something simple that I'm just too ignorant to figure out, no, but I'm, I'm just focused on other things. That's my well, excuse. If you can do online payments at your business, which you do, yeah. Point of sale, um, you can easily do that. Um, it's it's it's. I mean, a piece of cake, especially with like Intuit QuickBooks. That's what I thought, but my guy and my guy is pretty knowledgeable. No. I know him pretty well. It's not like I just picked up a phone and called him. I mean, he's from my industry. I've known him for years, and he's got a really strong background here. So when I said, "Yeah, this is going to happen soon," I figured this was going to be a piece of cake. And no. then he came back with me and said, "Yeah, you can't quite do it that way because of X, Y, and Z." And I, you know, as soon as he said X, he lost me, and my 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 brain started to wander. So I didn't yeah, really you figure know, out where to go next. You're better off just hey, fuck it. Don't even worry about it. Now, now it just adds to the mystique and. Excuse me, and the legend. Well, I am so I'm so old school that I when you know I wanna I wanna talk to my customers personally, and I wanna you know I wanna kind of feel out where they're at and kind of sell to them specifically to their needs and shit. So I like to have those phone calls every day. I like to have those personal email interactions so I can you know kind of feel you know feel, feel read the temperature of the room if you will. No, and, and I kind of take them in the right direction hey. instead of just send them like a form email or something like that. No, you're right. If it ain't broke, do not fix it. Do what makes you comfortable. That's what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, if that's how you do it and it's working, don't change it's it. It's not the most efficient way to do it, but we're busy as shit. We're full every Saturday. Fuck so it. I get, something's working. Absolutely. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Fuck off. See you, bye. See ya. Yeah, I got to get her on. So, Ryan, if uh, Rick's going to go about it from his end, you need to do the same thing. So I don't know if you still talk to this nice lady who I, I mean, I think she went from uh, being an intern to like very prominent in, um, television. She has won in, uh, in Emmy. Ryan says, I got nothing. Last time I talked to her was the last show we did together. Uh, you must've pissed her off then. Maybe one day we can find out for sure what the hell happened. Because I do not recall. All right. Um. Okay, where was I? We were talking about Mozzie Smith. We talked about, I'm done talking about him. We had, so that was stupid. Fuck that guy. What an asshole. And, and, and Harbaugh, give me a break. 
Uh, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up and hire me to do a cameo. They're $15.99. The cheapest, most inexpensive, and best thing on Cameo. I love the platform. I just don't do enough of them. So if you have someone who you want to roast, maybe they got a birthday coming up. Maybe it's, uh, you know, workplace achievement, whatever it is. They need some congratulations. I can be as sweet and not as sweet as you want me to be. All right. Um, it's up to you. You hire me and you tell me what to do. I've even done these for little kids. I can, I have a, a way with children. I, I, I know some of you is going to, some of you are going to hold that against me. Uh, but seriously, um, I can, I can make their day. So reach out to me, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you need money from your home to pay off a high interest credit card uh, bill, reach out to Mario today. 231-332-6505. Get out of that because you're paying 25% on that shit. Okay? Several thousand dollars, 25%. That's, that's a ton of money. Each month, you're paying off for nothing. You're just lighting money on fire. Also, if you're looking for uh, to get into the uh, home market right now, prices are falling. Get pre-approved today. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S., you can take advantage of this. There are some exceptions. Alaska, Hawaii, South Carolina, and Maine. Other than that, reach out to Mario today. 231-332-6505. Put him and his crew to work for you. Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. My God. 616-516-8579 for Joe Martinez of A&E Heating and Cooling. Get your furnace tuned up for just $79. My God, if you don't do this each year, your system is dirty, inefficient, and prone to breakdowns. It's working harder than it needs to, burning more fuel than it should, and with all of that wear and tear, it accelerates the life. Uh, well, I guess it shortens the life uh, accelerates the breakdowns on your furnace system. And you know that that's going to happen at two in the morning on Sunday morning, you, on the coldest day of the year, 616-516-8579. Thank you. A and E heating and cooling. I have t-shirts available at ericsaneshow.com. Buy one today. If you like great Christmas gift, hoodies, long sleeve, short sleeve, high quality too. Even coffee mugs on there. I sell about two things a year now. You know, because people buy the shirts and then they send them back to me. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Asshole of the day. Joey Hicketts. Oh, my God. Jake Rakuki, the referee. Could it be you? I don't know. Great food giveaway. Uh, trouble on the way to the hockey game. With the tickets as Diana abused me. Uh, the cult leader is in trouble. Local dude who wanted to be a judge. And Mozzie Smith. So I'll narrow it down to the cult leader who's into kids. The local dude who wanted to be a judge. And Mozzie Smith. I... I'll explain to you why I'm making this decision after you see it. They all deserve it. I would say the least uh, 
deserving would be Mozzie Smith. And Harbaugh, by the way. He's he's also deserving of it, but he's not going to get it. Nor is Mozzie. Um, it's between the crazy religious zealot abusing children and trafficking them across the U.S. and Jason Kolkoma. But I think because, I mean, the, the uh, uh, FLDS guy, the religious fanatic, that's much more sinister. But I'm going to make it Jason Kolkoma because I was reinvigorated by watching that video of him hurt that woman. Really upset me and a lot of you. So congratulations to Jason Kolkoma. Uh, TC Paintball says that you are the asshole of the day. Congratulations to you, you fucking dick. I am on Patreon after this show ends a little bit later on. I would love you to join me. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. The live stream. You can be part of the live audience if you are on Patreon. So sign up right now. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. 11 bonus episodes every single week on Patreon. All right? You, too, can be part of the group on Patreon. Ad-free, listener-supported. I suggest just trying it for one month. Just one month. Say, all right, I'm going to try for one month, and if I don't like it, I'm going to cancel it. And that way, you're only out one payment of 5 or $10 a month. Just one. And if you're like, no, I like it. I like it. I think he's I think I want to keep supporting this. This is something I can get behind. Then convert uh con- convert convert that to a yearly. So then you get the whole year and I will knock 10% off. So what was 60 bucks for the audio month to month is now 54. What was 120 for the year month to, uh month to month is now 108. Okay? That's how we do it on Patreon. But I have no more to say. This show is now done. Let me see. Any final uh, comments? Eric, don't forget Mass for Holy Day today. I'm trying to get back in the swing to Mass regularly. It is so tough. Uh, What Holy Day... Maureen says, blessed mother or something. Yeah, I, um, immaculate conception. Yeah, that might be it. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make it. I, I, I should go to, um, I cannot take communion though. I am, and I am abs. If I died right now and didn't have a priest giving me my, my last rites, in theory, I'm going straight to hell. I am so not in a state of grace right now. Oh, my God. I don't know what the fuck is going on with me. We got to get back to mass. Okay, friends. I love you so much. Till next time. Have a good one.